Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Listening makes us smarter, more connected people. It makes us better partners, parents, and leaders. And there's no better place to start listening than Audible. Audible is where so many inspiring voices and compelling stories open listeners up to new experiences and ways of thinking. Audible members now get more than ever before. Members choose three titles every month, one audiobook plus two Audible originals that you can't hear anywhere else. Members also have unlimited access to more than 100 audio-guided fitness and meditation programs. Audible delivers bestsellers, business, self-improvement, memoirs, and more, all professionally narrated by actors, authors, and motivational superstars like Rachel Hollis, David Goggins, and Mel Robbins. Audible members can also get free access to the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and Washington Post delivered daily to the Audible app. With the convenient app, members can access Audible anytime, at the gym, while commuting, or on the go, and on any device. We'll always pick right back up where you left off. Audible also offers free and easy audiobook exchanges, credits you can roll over for a year, and a library you keep forever even if you cancel. Explore all the ways listening on Audible can help improve mind, body, and soul with entertainment, information, and inspiration. You can get titles from your favorite iHeart talent such as Chelsea Handler, Danny Shapiro, Charlemagne the God, and Bobby Bones on Audible. Start listening now with a 30-day Audible trial and your first audiobook plus two Audible originals are free. Visit audible.com slash iHeart or text iHeart to 500-500. KelseyShep.com well, we, we've made it to a Saturday afternoon, Sterling, and looks to be an ominous, rainy kind of thing that we're, we're facing in the Tri-State. We'll keep you on top of it. Concerns about rising waters and issues of all sorts associated with that. And, of course, the Miami Valley just up 75, a bit uh, hammered by all those tornadoes. All too familiar with more rain coming, a lot of leaky roofs and unsettled nerves to be dealing with. I don't mean to be the prophet of doom, but, I mean, that's what we're dealing with here. And uh, Reds baseball later, if we're lucky, fingers crossed with the Rangers in. I don't know, maybe doubleheader tomorrow. Maybe, who knows? Maybe they'll get it in. To start things, uh, a guy who knows from aviation issues, he's done a little of everything. He is our aviation expert. He is Jay Ratliff. I'm Sterling, and this is 700 WLW. Uh, It's always a pleasure to talk to you. This is something to start with that we have discussed countless times over the years, Jay, which is ongoing security issues that you've talked about and and mentioned and I've talked about, and and apparently no one's doing anything about what clearly seems to be the obvious. What is the problem? Well, they're they're talking about doing something. And, you know, in Washington, D.C., if you hold meetings, you're doing something, right? I I mean, you're you're, you're proving that something's being done. I mean, even if you have a meeting about scheduling a meeting. That's true. It's something getting done. But, you know, we're spending billions of dollars, Sterling, on security at airports, and I'm glad for it. It's at the security checkpoint, which is where we need it. But there's so many things as far as the backside of the airport that we're still not addressing. And, and you know, yeah, I've talked about it for, goodness, 20 years plus, and it continues to be an issue and a concern for me. And that is that we have agents at many airports across the country that are allowed to report to the ramp area without being screened. Uh, we have uh, other people that are support personnel that uh, basically are providing onboard uh, galley work, uh, restocking airplanes, fueling aircraft, a bunch of other things that basically are allowed to approach the ramp area without being screened as, as well. Now, 
a lot of people will say, Jay, now come on, those individuals are, are cleared through a security process, and they're all given a, a very thorough uh, background check of 10 years. Uh, they're, they're vetted, and they have additional random security where they may be screened at a moment's notice uh, to basically make it clear that at any time they could be screened, but it's, it's not every time. And when you have a situation like we had in Atlanta a number of years ago where uh, some people were arrested in Atlanta for a gun smuggling ring where they were smuggling guns past security and then those guns were making it to, to, to New York City, I think, what, 130-some guns that were smuggled, right. it makes it clear that this is something that can be bypassed for the sake of, yeah, people smuggling, but also on a terrorist standpoint. And to me, if we're really going to be serious about it, we have to be serious on the front end and the back end. And right now, that's just not getting done. What is the problem? Is it the thought of so many people having to jump through so many extra hoops? Is it a cost issue? I mean, we talked even about the belly of the aircraft and some of the stuff that's being shipped on multiple different aircraft at any given time. Also, previously yeah. had not been checked. Is that still the situation? And what is the reason for the delay? Yeah, prior to 9-11, I mean, check bags were not being screened, and that was a big concern for me and a bunch of other people sure. because basically you could check in, uh, the bag went from the counter to the tug to the plane. It was never looked at. The attacks of 9-11 take place, and then all of a sudden we start screening those check bags, and I'm glad to see it. But what they're saying right now, starting is, look, if you and I work at an airport in, you know, Evansville, Indiana, we're going to bounce back and forth between the, the, the ticket counter type area out to the ramp multiple times throughout the course of a day. So if we have to be screened somehow, then that means that we're going to be screened maybe two or three times in the course of a day, which is going to add to the backlog of passengers and other things, unless there's a dedicated line for employees. And that is a problem. And uh, right now it's looked at as something that logistically would be tough to manage, but also from a cost standpoint, it would be difficult to roll that out. But to me, I'm saying, look, cost should never be an issue when you're talking about security. Because if we have a situation where we have a, another multi-plane attack from a terrorist standpoint, it would adversely affect our nation's economy to the point that it could disrupt the aviation community. And look, uh, the airline industry, you know, I follow stocks, is an adver I mean, it's a powerful engine that uh, powers the United States economy. And if anything affected that for any length of time, it would have a big-time adverse impact on our nation's economy. And that's one of the reasons airlines for decades have been a target of terrorists. Yeah, they get a lot of press coverage, but two, it's directly connected to the nation's economy, and that will always be a target for anyone that goes after a, a you know a capital capitalistic uh, you know the government country, much as what we have here in the United States. Huge vulnerability is not good. Jay Ratliff, aviation expert for the big one, seven hundred WLW with Sterling. So, as these conversations continue, and you talk about that cost factor, whether it's the, the whole thing with the seven three seven Max, or I mean, it seems like every single step of the way, everything that we've talked about over time is all about the dollar cents comparative to, to a vulnerability of loss of stock value or other business and commerce issues. Whether it's uh, taking pilots one or both eventually out of the cockpit, uh, you know, an extra olive on a salad that ends up saving millions of dollars across uh, an airline's you know, entire fleet in operation. Mm -hmm. So how long and what does it take? Another catastrophe situation? Or, or, or when will people wake up? Or is this just nothing until what? Well, you know, we, we dodged a big bullet from the standpoint of 
not screening check luggage without anything happening. The vast majority of the public was under the impression prior to 9-11 that all the check bags were, uh, you know, screened. And, I, of course, I do a lot of things with Fox, but I remember getting into an argument with a CNN producer who basically was saying, uh, no, Mr. Ratliff, those bags are screened. And I'm like, no, they're not. Uh, but the perception was that they were. So, we, fortunately, that security hole has been has been covered. And, yeah, they, th- this has been something that every single time that we have an issue uh, with regards to someone that is, you know, smuggling things in, or we had a situation in, in um, I think it was Washington, D.C., where an agent for China Airlines was a, was a spy. And they were smuggling things on board uh, one of the flights that was going from, I think, D.C. to Hong Kong. And when you look at just the the ability that airline employees have to bypass security, it, it's really a, a scary thing when you think that certain things can happen. Miami uh, Airport is one of the, I guess, five, maybe six airports in the country that screen every single employee before they're allowed to have access to the ramp. Sterling, when you look at a year-over-year list of things that they confiscate, from people who know they're going to be screened, drugs, firearms, knives, money, all these things, I'm thinking, if we're catching this at places where people know they're going to be screened, what's going on at other airports where we're not screening them and uh, as far as behind the scenes? It, to me, it's a scary situation, and there's a lot of people that will say, now, Jay, we're, we're enjoying the safest era of commercial jet travel. I talk about that all the time, and there's a lot of people that are resting on that saying, we're doing a lot of things right. Yeah, maybe on a scale of 1 to 10, we're at a 7.5 or 8, and you're talking about spending billions of dollars to get us to an 8.5 or 9, and really it, it doesn't justify the cost given what the perceived threat is. But to me, we are a, a reactionary society when it comes to aviation because you're right. Things have to happen, then we react. And unfortunately, we need to be ahead of the ball, and, and we're not. Something has to happen. Uh, there has to be an accident or near accident, and if something happens – just wait and see the, the nauseating rush to the microphone that we're going to see from everybody, from the airline industry to the politicians in Washington saying, I, I was suggesting something needed to be done and, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's, it's too late then because we will perhaps have lost lives and there will be a price to pay. Let's get ahead of it now. Uh, Jay Ratliff, aviation expert for 700 WLW. Another issue about security is this Real ID Act. I had to renew my driver's license soon, and I know I can uh, sort of make that change there to make sure I'm um, able to fly without too much of a headache. How is that progressing, and uh, who – I mean, some people have complained about this, saying this is more Big Brother stuff. How do you look at this uh, situation? Well, they want consistency across the board, and I'm good with that. <clears throat> Basically, where the, the driver's license are, are much more – of a security item, which is as it needs to be, and uh, much harder to duplicate, and I get all of that. Um, and there's a lot of people that are seeing the headlines that are saying, Sterling, at 2020, there's changes, there's changes, there's changes, and they're thinking it's a January 1st issue. But it's October of next year that you have to have your driver's license upgraded and renewed. Recognize it's not an easy process like it is any other time where you go in and, you know, give them the old, you get the new. Uh, you have to bring forth documentation. Uh, Sherry went through hers, and I, I was I, even I was surprised at the number of things she had to to bring to prove who she was, in addition to her passport and and things that uh, you know proved where we lived and things of this nature. So it's catching some people off guard. But once you got it out of the way, you're in good shape. But yeah, if you've not upgraded your license to the uh, the Real ID Act compliance, which was mandated by Congress in 2005, uh, states were given 10 years, of course. 
maybe in school when you were given the whole summer to do your your homework, you did it at the beginning of the summer instead of the end. But right. all the states waited till the deadline. It was like, oh no, we can't get it done. So they were given five more years, and that expires October of 2020. If you have a passport, no big deal. You can just use that to travel back and forth without really worrying about your driver's license. But if you don't have a passport and you travel with your driver's license as your one of the 15 forms of acceptable ID. Uh, then you need to make sure prior to October of next year it's been renewed and you're compliant. And, uh, again, you've got plenty of time. Don't wait till the last minute. But, uh, yeah, certainly get that taken care of sooner than later. There you go. All right, one last thing, and I know you got to hop, and I appreciate you making time on a Saturday afternoon. Jay Ratliff, of course, 700 WLW with Sterling. Uh, I uh, am not a fan of airline food and haven't been for a long time. Once in a while you get surprised. I don't usually get uh, into first class unless I'm bumped up for some reason uh, or whatever. And sometimes there is a, it seems to be an improved food situation there. Uh, I hate it when people show up and bring their food on the plane, which stinks up the whole joint. It's almost as bad as people would take it off their shoes with the stinky feet. I'm like, time and place, people, time and place. But you, yep. you, you had this uh, story that is very dist- just disturbing to me. Something like a year or nearly a year and a half old bit of food that somebody had requested a special meal on a flight. How does that slip through? How is that appropriate even? I, I, don't, I don't know. It's it, uh, happened aboard an American Airlines flight. Passengers going from uh, Dallas to London Heathrow. And on the American flight in advance, he said he'd like a vegan meal. It's a special meal request. No problem. The airline will respond. It has his name on it. And then when he arrives on the plane and the plane is being serviced, uh, served. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Food, uh, they have one marked for him. So he was given his special vegan curry, vegetable, whatever it was, and he just looked down at the, the label, and it showed uh, the date that it was manufactured, February of 2018. He was like, wait a minute, I don't know that I want to be eating this food that uh, was prepared uh, a year and almost a half ago. So he had a great tweet uh, to American Airlines in response saying that, you know, unless you're taking me to Mars, um, I suggest that you maybe revisit your food strategy here because it he took a picture of it. It's gone viral, and it shows a, a date of being produced, so February of 2018. Now, perhaps it was mislabeled, and it was February of 2019, but still you're talking about something that would be you know, several months old. But, uh, you know, things that are frozen, the idea is how long will it keep, I guess, when it comes to airline food, which is, 
you know, always been the joke of a lot of very deserving, you know, the brunt of a lot of deserving jokes, Sterling. Yes. Uh, it's never good. And that's why people do bring their own food on. They'll bring a sub sandwich. You'll grab something from the terminal. we got a lot of great options at CBG that yes, you can get do. some delicious food yep. and take on. A lot of times they'll bring those cookies that smell, the chocolate chip. Oh, they kill you if you're sitting before or after because they never bring enough to share. They never do. Uh, you know, or you can just, you know, I guess depend on the MREs, you know, or whatever else. Uh, get those uh, heated up or add water or hope <laughs> Don't give the them any ideas for airline food, brother. They'll uh, do it. Uh, that's it. Well, I appreciate you making time. It's always insightful. Appreciate you uh, being with us. I know you got the rest of the weekend to enjoy. Stay dry if you can. He's Jay Ratliff, aviation expert for 700WLW. On with McConnell. Uh, come Monday morning, bright and early as always. Thanks, man. Cool. Anytime. Have a great night. Talk to you soon. All right, quick break. We'll come back. There's other stuff to get to. It's Sterling on the big one, 700WLW. You sure? Sterling hanging out, 700WLW. Glad you are, too. It's a wet one here in the tri-state. Hope you're dry wherever you are, unless you like the rain. A couple minutes away from your 3.30 report. Uh, weather will be in that, but i got to tell you, I'll, I'll just do this now because it's a serious thing. Uh, nine first warning forecast. Flash, flood, watch, in effect, uh, basically through uh, into Sunday morning. Hamilton Butler, Warren, Clinton counties in southwest Ohio and southeast Indiana. We're talking Franklin, Ripley, and Dearborn. Uh, 78 today. We'll, we'll see uh, what happens with that. Otherwise, uh, showers and storms popping up throughout the, the tri-state and up into the Miami Valley tonight. Uh, making some people nervous, obviously. Uh, yeah, otherwise, uh, just drive safely, add a little extra time. 84 for your Sunday. Uh, some clouds and showers likely still possible. Storm popping up low 80s to start the first of the week uh, with the Astros coming into town after the Reds finish up with the Rangers. Hopefully get that game in tonight without too much of a delay, if any. Uh, and then tomorrow, we'll see how it goes. Right now it's seven, uh, 69, excuse me, at your severe weather station, 700 WLW. All right, uh, it's, it's sort of difficult to really set up a full topic here for after your 3.30 report, Matt. Reese, of course, will get you ready with what's going on all over planet Earth and bring it home to what matters to us here uh, also here. Uh, but I, I want to sort of lay it out here. i got a couple things I want to get to. Dodgeball is in the news. I know you're like, how is dodgeball in the news? I'll explain that later on. There's now a new research uh, study that's come out from people that are supposed to know that are thoughtful, intelligent, educated people, and I don't necessarily buy uh, what they're saying on it. They're saying basically it's evil. I don't buy it at all. We'll see on that. Uh, we can have a fun with that in a little bit, too. Some Father's Day stuff as well and uh, etiquette issues, to say the least, that, that are out there. So let me let me just ask this, and we'll, we'll set this up and, and see what happens, give you a chance to get interactive. We'll open up the AcuteHearingCenter.com phone lines, and that's 513-749-7000, the big one. That's 800-843-2441 and pound 700 on AT&T. You pick up the phone and uh, give it the finger. You can also follow along and get interactive also if you care to on Twitter if you're there at Sterling Radio. So uh, this dodgeball thing, I remember as a kid, I, I uh, enjoyed the dodgeball. I didn't want to get hit in the face with the dodgeball. I didn't want to get tagged with it so you get that red, welty mark on you. Uh, but I, I enjoyed the cat and mouse kind of situation, trying not to get tagged, trying not to get thumped. Uh, I wasn't looking to harm anyone. Maybe I wasn't approaching the game the way others do. Uh, some certainly approached it that way. There are advocates out there for kids, um, I, I am accused occasionally of acting like a child, but I was a kid. I enjoyed that. And the Red Rover, Red Rover, you know, send uh, Sterling over, send Marty over, the Hall of Famer back in the day, or, or maybe the broadcast share if you get the general idea. I, I never took that as an assault upon my person. I, I never was uh, somehow uh, dejected or somehow felt shell-shocked or somehow that I, 
I uh, was under attack and irreparably harmed, but there are some fragile people out there. When we come back from your 330 report, what I want to know is this. Do you buy research that says that it is, in fact, horrible, bad, and should be outlawed? Uh, Is that hypersensitivity? Apparently, they've seen some results uh, where it is problematic for some kids. But is that something you want to avoid? Life is kind of tough. I mean, in everyday life, most people don't get thumped with the red uh, big ball or something along those lines, but apparently is a concern some others. Uh, So we will get into that. Also, some etiquette issues and uh, stuffed animals. Uh, Yeah, I know. You've heard about therapy animals and so forth. Apparently, a whole lot of adults having a whole lot of time with stuffed animals and stuff in an overnight situation. Lots to get into on your Saturday afternoon before Reds and Rangers, if the rain doesn't uh, put the kibosh on it. Uh, more to do and your chance to get interactive after your 3.30 report. Matt Reese has it, and I'm Sterling now on 700WL.com. Hey, what's going on? Glad you're here. Sterling hanging out, 700WLW. Fine Saturday afternoon in the tri-state or wherever you happen to be listening on that iHeartRadio app. Appreciate you making time. The phone number, or the acutehearingcenter.com lines are open, 513-749-7800, the big one at pound, 700 AT&T. I know this sounds ridiculous to be talking about dodgeball to a little bit. I can't believe it either, but I am, and here's why. Uh, there, And this is from the Washington Post. Uh, they have research uh, that they have from Canadian researchers that say that dodgeball is a game of oppression, that it teaches students to dehumanize and harm their peers. And they they talk to uh, kids, uh, middle school uh, students and some others uh, about uh, phys ed class. And uh, what they found is that the the kids hated the dodgeball. And uh, they started uh, having probing questions, asking serious questions about it, about like why they hated the game. Uh, And it was basically associated with being kept down by the proverbial man, which sometimes, by the way, it can be a woman to act as the man to keep it down. Uh, They they say it's uh, dehumanizing. Uh, the other, whatever that means. And it's about annihilating one's opponent, which I will say this. I never approached it that way. But uh, producing the show today, Dave Keaton, some calling the broadcast sheriff, that is exactly how he described it with glee just in the moment ago before we went back on the air, uh, saying he was, oh, yeah, it was about going after the week and this, that, and the other thing. And, uh, and uh, you know, the people that wanted to get out quick and, and early, uh, that he called, described it as a blood sport, uh, that, you know, you'd throw it at their feet. They'd almost stick their feet out because they didn't want to deal with it. And, and then the others you'd go at uh, hostily, which I guess I, it was to a point. But I, maybe I approached it differently than most. I, I never looked to cause harm to anyone. I wanted to last as long as I possibly could. I wanted to win, if at all possible, because that was sort of the point of playing a game. I never understood the concept of playing a game just to play the game. I play to win. The Reds play to win. Uh, They need more bats uh, to get that done at this point. uh, Pitching's been good. I digress. We'll get into Red stuff a little bit later. So I want to ask you this. Uh, One, do your kids now in PE, physical uh, education class, I'm assuming, I don't have any little Sterling or Sterlingettes, that... There are still physical education classes. I know for a while in some school districts they have been cut back, like music departments have been cut back and everything else. Um, And two, uh, if they don't have it, is it because it was dangerous? Do your kids have a problem with the dodgeball? Do they even play the dodgeball where they are? And if you did play, did you find it uh, dehumanizing? Did you find yourself to be a target? Did you find yourself to somehow feel as if you were under attack in some way? I never personalized it that way. Here's what would happen when I played. Occasionally, I'd become, uh, you know, you'd get a little aggravated, you'd get frustrated, then it became, okay, I'm going after that bastard. I'm going after this one. I'm going after that one because they're trying to get you. 
But it was always in good fun. I mean, maybe I just handled it differently than some. Maybe there are some more fragile out there. Maybe mom raised a tougher kid than others. I, I don't know exactly what the story is. I mean, Dale Donovan maybe, you know, was one of those, appreciated the dodgeball. Did you not like He liked the dodgeball. See, that's what I'm saying. I get, here's my question. If you don't like the dodgeball, I mean, does that mean that you're not going to be a success later in life because you don't have any fight in you? I mean, I don't know. Where does that line fall? And, and here's the other thing. How much of a problem is it that you have a group of researchers who actually, uh, we could cure cancer. No, that's covered. Uh, ALS? No, they're working on that. Lou Gehrig's been gone a long time, but they're still working on it. Uh, you could uh, rickets, scurvy, uh, measles. I know it's come back around. There's a lot of stuff out there. Dodgeball is what uh, filled these people's minds. Uh, they say that calling on PED teachers all over planet Earth, not just Canada, to get rid of dodgeball. Uh, and apparently some phys ed teachers agree. So I just want to know, uh, for it or against it, uh, overall, I just, I, I'm bewildered by the fact that this was so traumatizing. And I don't mean to demean, maybe I'm a part of the problem. I don't mean to oppress anyone. If you, in fact, had problems with the dodgeball, I would like to hear from you. I will be understanding. I will have a, an open mind and a place of uh, willingness to see a different viewpoint. Uh, maybe I'm different than other people that way. It's it's hard to say. I I mean, th there were times that I, I didn't want to uh, deal with it. My biggest problem was when they were like, hey, take a shower after gym class. That was the problem I had. You know why? I don't need to be naked around a whole bunch of other people in an open shower situation. I'm still traumatized about the fact in elementary school they held no doors on the stall if you came in to do a number two, if you know what I'm saying. Those are the things that bother me. Dodgeball, not a problem. Kids picking on me, not a problem. Uh, in fact, I, I, this is maybe a problem I've had to deal with most of my life. I don't know when it changed exactly uh, for uh, elementary school for the most part uh, into uh, middle school. Uh, I held it until I got home, if at all possible. And it got to a point later in life where when it, like in high school, it was that point. I, I, I think I crossed the line. I would just go home. I like I'd leave. There'd be like an open lunch. I'd be like, well, I got to go. So I'm going I'm to head home. And then sometimes I just stay. Because, I mean, what was the point of going back after that? I mean, it seems kind of ridiculous. 513-749-7800, the big one, pound 700 at uh, your chance to get interactive. Uh, here's another thing I want to address here before we take this break here, coming up in about three minutes or so. I recently, I'm not going to be specific about the product, but it's a healthy fryer situation where it's supposed to be like less grease and everything else, and there's all kinds of manufacturers that have them out there. I bought one on, the, on a whim. It was probably one of the best purchases I've ever made in my career as a human to this point, certainly as an adult, uh, from making my own blooming onions to making fish. or e I even tried steak, and it came out well in the air fryer. Problem I had with the basket, it started to uh, rust. And uh, I followed the directions. I treated it right. I treated it with care. I respected it. I, I appreciated it, uh, and the healthy eating and everything else. So I, I sent an email. They had a customer service thing. I said, hey, how you doing? Love your product. I'd like to order a replacement basket for said air fryer. Uh, please let me know how I can do that because in the accessories and uh, stuff, it didn't have any. It was like, hey, buy our new products. I never got a response. What I got was advertisements for more stuff. So now I, I'm, uh, I'm irritated. I want to buy a new one. I can't think, imagine uh, buying that brand, which then leads me to something else that I, I, I'm having trouble with. Why is it and what is it about the idea of, of an issue of customer service stuff? 
The other night, I talked about going to the drive-thru seven of eight trips in the last couple of weeks and having seven of eight orders wrong and being overwhelmed uh, at the thought of apparently either me being targeted or a consistent problem with... It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit makes these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Super Light Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The eucalyptus fiber upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the super light tree runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a super light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Getting stuff done right. And I know people are working hard and everything else. But why is it so hard to get that right? I don't know if you have to say some type of keyword or whatever else to make sure or just avoid the drive-thru. Check it at the drive-thru so the people behind you can be irritated. you got to open up every sandwich to make sure everything is just right. How bad is the customer service situation and what you've dealt with? And it doesn't matter what it is. I mean, we don't want to, like, hammer specific places necessarily. But if you deal with the public, if you deal with customer service or whatever, I'm just wondering how you approach stuff like that. And I, I, I just I don't understand it. Why do the work if you're not going to do it right? Why do it if you don't care? And if you're selling a product and somebody sends you a thoughtful letter, not bitching and moaning and complaining and looking to be uh, adversarial, but looking literally just to spend more money to get a, a product replaced that you loved, why is it not respond in kind? I don't know if it's an automated thing or what, then start sending me ads for more stuff. Because you're not treating me right on the first thing, why would I figure, assume, just like Benny Hill taught me when I was a kid uh, on Channel 19 watching those reruns, that he'd make an ass of you and me, why would I buy another product from the same people? 513-749-7800, the big one, pound 700 on, on AT&T, your chance to get interactive, your chance to speak your mind on the other side. Quick break, come back, Reds baseball, yeah, the Rangers in town, we'll see if this rain holds up and how that goes on a little bit later on 700W. To Milford. Glad you're along for my Saturday afternoon, Sterling, 700 WLW. And I'm talking a little bit about customer service stuff. And uh, I, I, I just don't understand if 
you're running a business or whatever else, and, and uh, even if it's just an automated thing and you have a customer service hotline or whatever else uh, or an email, because I often don't want to deal with calling because you got to you know, wait and, and just a hassle, which is weird doing a talk show. I'm like, yeah, call me. Uh, but it, sometimes it's just ridiculous when it comes to customer service stuff. And I had this thing with this product that I had bought, and I was happy with it, but it, it started to have a problem, and I wanted to buy. I didn't even say, hey, it's defective. I, I need a new one. You people sold me some piece of crap. I was thrilled with it otherwise. Uh, and I'm like, hey. Uh, I need another basket deal for, of all things, an air fryer. I know this sounds ridiculous, but it's true. And then I sent an email, and it was thoughtful, and it was real basic because I couldn't buy a replacement and on their website or anywhere else. And they say, don't return stuff to the store. Let us know. So I let them know, and all I get is ads for new stuff. Not a response to say, hey, we don't have it anymore. We'll give you something else. You can pay for the what, – what, no response. Even just to tell me to go screw off, I would have almost respected that even more. So I'm just wondering what type of customer service nightmare you've had to deal with uh, in rigmarole going from one thing to another. Sometimes it's tough just to get to the gatekeeper and then figuring out exactly what to say. It shouldn't be that way. You spend some money. You want to be treated like you're a customer, like somebody who matters, a client. I mean, because without people spending money, uh, there is no business. 513-749-7800, the big one in pound, 700 AT&T to Powell and Tom. What's going on? Uh, hi, uh, uh, George. Great program. I had the same identical problem. Uh, but uh, have you heard of Emeril Agassi? He was a, uh, a chef. Yeah, New Orleans, absolutely. Yeah, well, I was watching an info commercial on um, Spectrum uh, I have now Spectre TV and stuff, which is really great. Sure, anyway, sure. Uh, uh, he has a unit. It's completely stainless steel. One, it, it's flat, too. It's not, uh, how do you put it? It's like a big toaster oven. Gotcha. And you can put a seven-pound uh, turkey in it, roast. It is fantastic. 100% stainless steel, 100% guaranteed. And I think uh, time I bought all the Whistles and bags, I bought everything, the cookbooks, da, 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 why not, right? They love it. I think it was like 250 bucks. Right, right. But I want to say it's fantastic. It works. It's like an infomercial all of a sudden. Two-year, 100% refund for a guarantee. Right. Well, that might be a good choice for me to look at, Tom. I appreciate the call, but I'm just talking about like dealing with that situation or or bad scenarios that you've had to uh, somehow try to navigate. That's the thing that's bewildering. From the drive-through the scenario in the last two weeks, now eight of nine trips they have messed up in order of the drive-through. I, I mean, it is as basic as anything else, and clearly they don't care. And, and I figured out something, by the way. Uh, hang on just a second here, Kevin. I'll get to you in a second. Uh, the other thing I figured out is that they don't even offer you a receipt. I'll say, hey, can I get a receipt with that? It's almost like I, the, I, I figured out the telltale sign they have screwed me, like Joe Pesci said at the drive-thru. If they don't say, hey, here's your receipt, I know that they've done it because or they think they might probably do it. Either A, they're trying to save money on register tape, or B, they don't want somebody to respond on that call or 800 number or online survey to say, hey, these people are doing a crap job. It's just weird to me. Kevin, 700-WLW. Hey, man. Well, I was just saying that they don't care. You've already spent money with them, and they're just trying to get you to spend more. And if you don't, well, they don't care. They don't have time for interaction and deal with that. And this is like workplaces everywhere. It's just hurry up and do more for more profit, and money gets sent to the top. And this all ties in with how 
the rich are getting richer and the poor are getting poorer. Wealth's getting concentrated. And, I mean, they don't care whether you are a customer anymore. They just want to know what they can get out of you. There's not the... But if you've got a happy customer, you're coming back. And I, you know what I mean? I, I probably well, scream that's louder. An abstract. Yeah, you're right, but that's an abstract. They don't have time to deal with that because that would require an employee that they got to pay and has to spend time to interact with you. You're basically complaining to a computer when you email a uh, complaint, like you you said a so little while the, ago. So you're saying it's the artificial intelligence that I should be hacked off at? Well, well, you're complaining to the artificial intelligence, the computer. What do they care? You know, yeah. it's, it's it's not they. I don't want to call artificial intelligence a they. But we'll call it an it. That's, that's, the, yeah, that's the way to, you're complaining to the computer, right. and uh, that's the way the world's going. The workplace is getting like that. Everything, it's, uh, I don't know what the answer is, but uh, I'm not surprised with what you're saying. It's just bewildering, but, and I was thrilled with it. That's the thing. I was happy with the product. It's still on, right. the, on the counter. I haven't gotten rid of it yet because I'm still holding out hope that I can at least find a replacement part. I, I, I can't, and I'm going to have to spend money again. I, I like the concept of what this thing is. And you think they'd hear this broadcast and care, but they don't care because the companies are so big and disconnected from us at, at the world economy and all that. It doesn't matter. If it were some local or regional company, they might care a little more because they got to take care of their market. That, that might it, be. That might yeah, be. Yeah, okay. That's I mean, Kevin, all I got. Thank that's you. all I need, Kevin. Thank you. I appreciate it, man. I, I didn't mean to be brief with you there. I, I'm, just, I'm just a simple man. I'm trying to find my way. You know what I mean? That, that's all it is. It's just like a... Mom said, and just like uh, Skinner told us, too. Uh, Sonny, 700 WLW, what's going on? Yeah, hi, great show. You really pressed my hot button with the customer service point. Yes. Uh, fast food places. Uh, but I have a solution if you want to hear it. Yeah. Okay, uh, here's my idea for fast food. Have a place and call it Bag-O-Food. <laughs> right. and then you have these heat lamps and inside the heat lamps everything is wrapped in aluminum foil you got ribs chinese mexican burgers hot dogs sushi everything's wrapped in aluminum foil nothing's marked and then when you come through the drive-thru you say give me 15 bucks of food and then the kids that work there grab a handful of bags of uh this this aluminum wrapped food they throw it in a the bag they give it to you give them 15 bucks you get home there you go. And you're just, it's just a, it's sort of like a, whatever you get, you get, and you, you hope you're happy, Sonny. Uh, you may be right. I appreciate the call. That, that could be it. Maybe it's it, just random uh, bags of food. But he said something interesting. He said, the kids, uh, not everyone is working at that fast food place and that drive through as a kid. These are adults, grown human beings, but probably with kids of their own or whatever that are in there. Now, they may not be making the food, but they seem to be often taking the money. Uh, or, or serving it up, I, and I feel like I'm a crotchety old guy complaining. Maybe if I, when I was, I, you know what? When I was younger, I'd still be just as mad. I'd probably be a little bit more belligerent in the manner in which I described my frustration and aggravation with the situation uh, that, that I have now dealt with way too many times. I, I just don't understand it. A guy who knows a whole lot and understands what's going on in the world and will disseminate mass information for you to digest uh, when it comes to news stuff is Matt Reese, and he's a minute away with your 4 o'clock report. On the other side, I, I want to do something a little bit different. You can sound off on whatever we've talked about so far if you care to. Uh, you can certainly get along also at Sterling Radio on Twitter. Uh, but there is an interesting bit of information uh, about discrimination issues. So I want to see if we can have a little fun with the conversation on discrimination. And what I mean by that is who is still discriminated against, who is okay to be discriminating against, 
Uh, and it is somewhat bewildering to me, some information that I will share on the other side of the 4 o'clock report, about where it seems to be all too common, and, and I am somewhat uh, saddened uh, and disturbed by apparently the all-too-willingness and openness of a lot of people to say it's okay for this group of people or that group of people, who are just everyday people, to somehow be thought of as less than another. If we can have fun with that, we'll see. We'll at least try to make sense of it after the news. And it's time for that right now with Matt Reese. I'm Sterling on the home of the Reds, where they take on those Texas Rangers tonight if the rain uh, leaves them alone here on 700 WLW Cincinnati. Get your podcast. This is 2019. I mean, you probably already know that. I mean, that's the year. June 15th, just to be keeping track of days. Sterling hanging out, 700 WLW. Glad you are, too. New Gallup poll came out a couple days ago, a few days actually, ironically, after the, the House of Representatives in D.C. passed the Equality Act, uh, which in fact does give protections for uh, people that are LGBT from discrimination, employment, housing, and otherwise. Uh, and uh, whether or not it goes further, we'll have to wait and see how that goes. Uh, a lot of people have the opinion, and in fact, the majority say they're okay, in fact, favoring uh, protecting people because of their sexual orientation or whatever else that goes with it. Uh, my view is I, I, that's your personal business, who you love, who you are, whatever else. If you can do the job, you're the most qualified, uh, and, and you're within that pay range that uh, we or you or somebody else is willing to cough up for doing that job, then what difference does it make? I, I mean, seriously. Uh, but I'm going to ask you this. Because it is a thin margin, just uh, give or take about 52, 54 percent, depending on how you're talking about. And it's moved up just a little bit in the last couple of years. Uh, there seems to be some separation when it comes to a political, uh, I guess, leanings one way or the other. And I don't want to get super political, but I find this interesting. And I also find it somewhat troubling. Because I, I'm still taken back that there needs to be legislation on the books and policing when it comes to somebody keeping others from opportunity of one type or another, be it housing or for work, because of their skin color, who they love and how they love, uh, whatever else that goes with it. In some cases, their weight. Uh, in some cases, uh, you know, ethnicity aside from that or whatever else. So what I'm going to ask you is this. One, do you believe these protections should be in place across the board? And two... And this is where it could get fun if people are really honest. And that's what I'm hoping for. I want to know who you think it's okay to discriminate against and why. I mean, that, that's really the thing that is interesting to me. Because thoughtful, intelligent people can agree to disagree and have serious conversation and maybe a little bit of fun. But I find it interesting exactly how that works in one setting or another, whether you run a business, uh, I don't care if you're gay, straight, lesbian, bi, uh, I, I, I don't know what all the, whatever other stuff that's out there. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Whether you, uh, you know, hail from another nation, whether your skin's a different color than other people's, whatever else. And I'm wondering what type of discrimination you've either dealt with 
or how that applies in the setting in which you live. 513-749-7000, the big one. That's 800-843-2441 and pound 700 on AT&T. I think we can have some fun with this and be thoughtful about it at the same time and have this not turn into full-on hate speak uh, because that's not what I want. So your chance to get interactive is now the Acute Hearing Center dot com phone line open now and some uh, traffic news there's an accident on uh, south 75 at st bernard apparently truck is off the road um, and there could be a bit of a gawker situation uh, making things a little bit more complicated too slowing stuff down so uh, don't be a part of the problem uh, and try to avoid that if you can and if you need to again there's an accident south 75 at st bernard trucks off the road there and some gawkers uh, rubbernecking and, and making stuff even worse. And, if, of course, also with wet roadways, that's not exactly going to be helping the scenario. Seven four nine seven thousand eight hundred. the big one pound, 700 at and the phone number. I, I'd like to know, where is the line? Who is it okay to discriminate against? Who and how is it that you maybe have been a victim of discrimination or otherwise? Earlier, the research study, I'll even take it to something that could be uh, in relation to the dodgeball thing. Because some people feel that that's discriminatory, that's oppressive, and everything that goes with it. And research has shown that from some uh, people up in Canada who were uh, talking about it in an article I had earlier uh, that we were discussing. And, and I find this to be deep because there's a whole lot of places around the country where LGBT people, uh, apparently it's okay to take a pass on them for residential situations. Apparently it's okay in some cases to take a pass on them when it comes to employment situations. And, and I just can't wrap my brain around worrying about somebody's skin color, who they love, or how they love because they're not doing the loving or whatever else on the job. That's their business. That's their life. That's their bedroom or whatever else. And I am well aware as a guy who's been around a little while, I'm a grown man. And the idea to say that there isn't a way to discriminate against anybody that you want to in some fashion or another is almost always there anyhow. I mean, I mean, you could find a reason to take one person as a tenant in your property than another for any reason that you basically want, generally speaking. You know, they, they look a little dirty. They, they, you know, they, they don't seem to like they look. You don't trust that they're going to take care of the stuff the way that you'd like to or whatever else. How have you been discriminated against? Who is it OK? Do you believe to discriminate against? And uh, where does this fall? Here we are in 2019 America. And I am taken back at the idea that so many people are so preoccupied with others looks and how they live away from a job setting or otherwise. 513-749-7000, the big one, pound 700 AT&T, your chance to get interactive now. Let's get to some calls and have a little fun on a Saturday afternoon. Sterling to Monroe, we go to start with Melody. Appreciate you listening to the big one. Glad you're here. What's going on? I just feel like single women who are in their 50s are discriminated against a lot. And you're talking about on the job situation or in what ways? I'm talking about on job situations, it's hard to advance. And I'm talking about, like, trying to make a living because it's just you taking care of just you, a house payment, a car payment. And women jobs don't pay as much as men jobs. I'm not saying that men and women aren't paid equal. I'm saying that bricklayers make a lot of money more money than an administrative assistant or a seamstress. Right. Now, but there are women, not a lot of them, but I've seen some bricklaying women out there, some tough women working on, you know, for ODOT or whatever else, making some good coin doing it. But you have to admit that doing administrative work, depending, is not necessarily the type of hazard pay for the sweat equity that goes into the stuff that we just talked about with building stuff or whatever else. Yes? 
Well, who says that sweat equity is worth more than carpal tunnel? Well, that's true, I suppose. Or if you get dealing the, but... with nasty cardiologists or dealing with, <laughs> you know, seriously, some people are very difficult to work for. Oh, there's no question about that. That's true. So there should be graded value if you're working with people that are a-holes. Yeah. Yeah. All I right. Fair that. enough. Yeah. And then I guess that's... I mean, but if you're in your late 50s, I mean, you can't, you know, like it would be financially um, beneficiary. Ben, sorry about that. For me to actually find somebody and get married. Right. So you say sex, age, race. I mean, all these sort of play into it. I get what you're saying about hazards. Carpal tunnel serious. I get that. And, and certainly it's not serious. But, you know, I think if women and men are not built the same. Women are better at fine motor skills like sewing. And, and men are better at major motor, motor skills. Most of us. And yeah. they are physically most of them. And they're physically capable more than a woman. And I'm not trying to offend any women. Well, that's all right. Listen, don't worry. Don't worry about offending anybody. We we can forget about being offended. Let's just have a real conversation and have a little it's fun with it, Melody. And just the way we're made. Probably a 15 year old boy could kick a 30 year old woman's butt. Well, but that's not the point of it. Just because somebody could beat somebody down doesn't necessarily mean that they have more work. No, I, I got you. I mean, they're I, I've just, seen... testosterone, they're just stronger. Yeah, that's the nature of things. The differences are often good. That's the beauty, uh, I think, of what That's right. We Let's are. embrace it, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, yeah, I think so. And nothing wrong with a woman who's been around a little while to show you how to live a little bit. Melody, I appreciate the call. So what about that? Older women. Maybe at the top of the list, arguably, and then maybe people of color, depending on how you look at it, too. I want to know what you think. Who is it still okay to discriminate against? Have you been discriminated against? And where is the line? Should there be protections in general? Or, or how do you deal with it? Quick break. Fred, Zach, Andrew. I mean, there's a whole lot of people. A couple, three lines open, too, maybe. The AcuteHearingCenter.com phone line open. Your Saturday Sterling. Reds and, and uh, Texas Rangers going at it tonight down at Great American Ballpark. If the rains hold off, we'll keep you up to date on that. And a lot more to do here. Glad you're listening to the big one. 700WL.com. Sterling hanging around. Your nine first warning forecast flood watch. Last flood watch. In effect, uh, basically through tomorrow morning. Hamilton Butler, Warren, Clinton counties here in Ohio. Into the Miami Valley as well. They got issues there. Uh, Dearborn, Ripley, Franklin counties in southeast Indiana. Because they got a chance of more uh, showers and storms uh, into the evening tonight down to 67. 84 for your Sunday. More showers possible. Maybe a storm into Monday the same. A little warmer, about 82. Right now, 68, your severe weather station, 700 WLW. Glad you're along. Hopefully that rain will not keep the Reds and Rangers getting at it at a great American ballpark. First pitch uh, scheduled at uh, 710 right here on the big one, Tanner O'Rourke. Uh, Tanner Rourke on the mound for the Reds and uh, Mike Miner on the, the hill for the Rangers. We'll see what happens. Uh, we'll get the inside pitch just after 6 o'clock. Pre-game show with Yidia after that, and then uh, we'll go from there. Uh, your chance to get interactive. I'm talking about uh, discrimination issues. And, and let me mention this again here because I think it's still a problem, if I'm not mistaken. Southbound 75 at St. Bernard, there is a truck that's come off the road there. 
had a bit of a problem, and uh, now we got a look looky-loo kind of uh, gawker rubbernecker situation. I'm trying to think of other terms to go along with that. People wanting to take a look at the carnage, if any, and just see how messed stuff up is, which uh, is not helping things. So don't be a part of the problem, basically, and avoid that again. That's uh, South 75 at St. Bernard. All right, uh, phone number, 749-7800, the big one in pound, 700 AT&T. As we rip through these calls, more lines will become uh, available, one or two open right now at most. Um, the talk is about discrimination. New poll dealing with LBG, LGBT, excuse me, it's the alphabet soup thing I have problems with and acronyms sometimes. Uh, support for uh, protections for discrimination uh, on a Gallup poll is uh, bounced up uh, just recently to about 53% of Americans saying it's okay uh, to give them protection so that they're not oppressed in any fashion just for the sake of being who they happen to be. And we can agree or disagree on how that happens to, to go. Uh, they say partisan lines is really where it falls. Uh, over 70% of Democrats say, hey, they, they want people to be protected. About 25% or 27% of Republicans say no. So that's where I springboarded into this question. Aside from that, I'm wondering who else apparently it's okay to discriminate it against and if you feel like you've been discriminated against. Because, I mean, over the years there's been race, sex, orientation. I just heard a woman earlier, uh, Melody, I think was her name, uh, was saying that older women uh, seem to be where it's okay to discriminate them with jobs or whatever else and even relationship stuff. Uh, there's issues of religion, certainly. Uh, and many people are thinking that, okay, well, we're only one religion here in the United States, but the bottom line is it's freedom of and from. So that means whether you're a Buddhist, rubbing Buddha's belly, uh, or you're an atheist, an agnostic, uh, Christian, whatever it is, a Jew, uh, a Muslim, uh, we should all be able to at least get along or at least agree not to bother anybody else. And apparently in today's world, that's not necessarily always the case either. I know it ain't utopia, but uh, still. Let's rip through these calls. Who's holding the longest? Uh, Fred, uh, 700 WLW with Sterling. What's happening? Who, who is it? okay to discriminate against still in 2019 well i'm not i'm not so sure it's it's about who's being discriminated against it's what what can society sustain what what is okay in a fundamental society that is a republic Mm -hmm. and who decides what is acceptable and what's not all humans work we are constantly trying to push the envelope whether we want to go into outer space or cure the next uh disease that comes along right. and and we've got to allow for diversity but at the same time we've got to manage it what look what happened to rome when rome you know went crazy and everybody could have little boys and have little girls and all the other thing and well, rome eventually fell well, but so we're the not, question is but, well, okay, well, we're, how are, go ahead yeah how do, how do we manage society and fundamental liberty and, right. and that's always been the question. Well, okay, and, let's say this. What, consenting adults, uh, not assaulting or hurting anyone, right? Uh, and, and, and kids right. can't make a decision on their own, and that includes cl- clergy leaving them alone. I don't care what faith. Uh, or that weird uncle that everybody you know, talks about or anything along those lines. So aside from those obvious issues, you don't want people victimized. Uh, I guess. But, but, but every time that you, you loosen the freedoms uh, of certain things, it's going to be discriminated against. I hope you're you know, still, or you're somebody thought. is going to take advantage of 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 the rules. No, uh, and, and fair, that's fair enough. But, but uh, you're talking broad strokes. But I mean specifically. No, though. no, the broad strokes is what is what paints small picture. No, and fair the small enough. picture is what you know, and and so we've got to balance what's what's fair and what's appropriate in a society. Right. So I'm going to ask you what what is it? Socialist. Okay. Well, here's what I want to know. 
right. let me just say this and then we'll give you a chance to sound off because I want to get we're pushing against the wall in the 430 report and a bunch of people want to be heard too. So what I want to know is this though because what you said is true the broad stroke goes down to the individual effectively. So in today's world for one reason or another until you know the civil rights act into the 60s, right? Uh, it was okay to say that somebody who had darker skin than myself it was okay to marginalize them and keep them from access, you know, to voting or education or whatever else. There's still issues with that and ramifications from slavery. Women obviously weren't able, in fact, for that matter, you had to be white and a property owner at one point in this country because the documents that we're talking about that give us our rights uh, were limited to those individuals of having a stake in the game to say they actually counted as a person effectively. So now we, we here we are in 2019 and we're getting down to other things, some of which haven't changed completely, but we're way better than we used to be. So I ask you, where does it make sense where it's okay to discriminate now, in your opinion? Well, I'm back to this. The, the, the more that you open up freedoms and what's okay, it causes the society to become unstable. So what, what our founding fathers have been trying to tell us throughout the ages is, is you've got to create a balance. And it's sometimes certain things become taboo and other things become acceptable. And But when you con constantly try to... Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the Fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Force everybody to accept abortion or to not to accept homosexuality. I'm not against either one of well, them. Well, when you say accept, time, but, wait, but when you say accept in that situation, respectfully, that means if somebody else is doing it, that's their business. Why do I care if you have a relationship with some dude or a, you know, a woman or a, somebody of a different race or a different faith? That has nothing to do with me. I, I, I agree with you. What, right. what, what I don't agree with you on is what, what the, any, any type of additional freedom does to the fabric of the society Again, as a but whole. What, what freedom hey. is – okay, here's the thing. All right, you've got less than a minute. But it's a fantastic conversation and a call, Fred, and I appreciate you listening and contributing. So here's what I want to know. What, what in the relationship of race, sexual orientation, age, or religion is somehow eating away at the fabric of this society in 2019 when we talk about being able to live your life and be left alone? I can't answer that question. What I can tell you is, is on a, on a small piecemeal, when you, when you uh, and I'm not against homosexuality, but I'm going to use it as an example, okay. is the moment that you make that appropriate, then the next thing that's going to come along is the Namblas. No, that's not. No, no, that, that's a, that's not true. And Fred, I appreciate the call, but he, that's the North American Man Boy Association, if I'm not mistaken. And I remember them, and that's nice to say, but again, that's not consenting adults doing things. That's adults preying upon children, and that's not good. And that does not slide down to other issues. So and I see everybody has a hang up about certain things. You know, some people don't like white folks. Some people don't like black folks. Some people don't like Baptists. Some people don't like Catholics. Some people don't like Jews and on down the list. And you don't have to like anybody. But somehow keeping somebody who is different or other than what we happen to be or what we're comfortable with, regardless of who we are, is where I think the problem is. Am I crazy? Who is it still OK to discriminate against? And does it make sense that maybe 
we should just learn to get along a little better. We are better than we've ever been, but it's still not perfect. Everybody holding on, uh, a couple lines open, Alex and Zach, and Ran we're going to rip through everybody's calls after your 430 report. Let's have some fun here. Saturday afternoon, Sterling. Glad you're listening and being a part of the show. 700 WLW. Today. Timing's everything, I suppose. Uh, Reds have recalled Philip Irvin back from Louisville. He was optioned down, what, about less, less than a month ago, about three weeks, if I'm not mistaken, right? And uh, finding himself to the injured list, which is not the same, but it is the same as the disabled list. We don't need to get into that. I'm still trying to get used to saying it. Uh, you got Wandy Peralta, who uh, gave up that uh, grand salami last night, and uh, apparently he's not feeling well. So uh, he's gone to the list. Uh, he's injured. And uh, we'll see what happens tonight against uh, those Rangers at Great American Ballpark. Oh, it's cleared up. The rain has stopped. Let's hope that's uh, continuing uh, into the night. We'll get that game in. Uh, first pitch about uh, 7-10. Inside pitch starts just after 6, and I'll get you covered there before you end the pregame show. In the meantime, your chance to get interactive here on The Big One. My name's Sterling. Phone number 749-7000, the big one, and pound 700 AT&T. Talking about discrimination issues. And, and uh, here we are in 2019, and there's still some basic things that I, I don't understand where people – uh, I mean, everybody has hang-ups, and, and we're free to d hate uh, or uh, have problems with people because they look different or because they speak differently or they pray. I, I mean, it doesn't matter, but we are truly a melting pot, and just as on a human basis, and that golden rule mentality that I was raised with is to just live and let live, right? Uh, but apparently still there are needing to be protections, and some people disagree with them to say that uh, LGBTQ uh, individuals uh, – could be discriminated against. Those numbers, uh, as far as considering them just to be everyday people, uh, are improving overall, but it's still an issue. There are still people who have issues with race and everything else that goes with it. So my question is, A, how big of a problem is discrimination today? B, have you been a victim of it and how? And who do you think it's okay to discriminate against or maybe some group that you don't think it is? Because uh, that, that is a weird thing, and uh, some very thoughtful – Fred was fantastic. A bunch of great calls so far. Let's uh, give you a chance to sound off as well. Let me update this because it's still an issue and apparently uh, going to continue for a while. Southbound 75 there, uh, St. Bernard, uh, an issue with a truck that's off the road and a lot of uh, gawkers. So uh, just avoid it at that area if you can. That's South 75 is St. Bernard, uh, or uh, just get to the opposite side as you see it backed up and, and try not to keep, you know, eyeball it and slow down. Slow down and just keep going. I think it would probably be the best way to go. All right, uh, let's see who's been holding the longest. Elsmere, Zach, 700WLW with Sterling, Ray, Andrew, Scott, Alex. Where are some women? I want to hear some women on this issue as well. What's going on, Zach? Uh, not too much. How are you doing, Sterling? I think I'm okay. Uh, I got a group that I think it's still okay to discriminate against, and lots of places starting are, are starting to, I think. And who is that? That would be smokers. Smokers. Well, yeah. And what way are they discriminated against? Uh, restaurants don't allow them to smoke in there anymore. Uh, I've heard of buildings, like apartments and that stuff, preventing... Uh, smokers from moving in right because they don't want to have to deal with the cleaning and all that stuff right well you, you hit, the, you hit the, name on the, the nail on the head there because there's a, a cost uh, danger to your property and its value it's also a problem because it doesn't stay in one's apartment that it can then become an issue for other tenants possibly even if it's just a house it's still you know you're going to pay some more to get it fixed up so somebody else wants to move in so i get what you're saying 
Uh, and this is my view generally, and, and I think this is the idea behind it aside from the health issue, just the irritation issue, is that most people who don't smoke don't want to smell it, don't want to deal with it, and uh, the money talks. So aside from the legality of it is the idea that, one, it's a danger, and your rights and my rights end when we start in, inflicting pain, suffering, or aggravation depending on the situation on others. So there is a line there. And you know, maybe you can do some vaping or something along those lines. I mean, does that make sense? Or am I wrong? I mean, I don't know. But no, you're right. You're right. I mean, it's one of those things. I, I suppose if if I smoked, I, I might be a little bit more heated about it. I mean, you hear those ads all the time. That one woman in the one ad is fantastic. And Zach, I appreciate the call. She's like, I was a prisoner in my own home. I had to have a smoker area. Well, if it's your own house, you should be able to do what the hell you want. Sorry about the other residents, but I mean, what are you going to do? So maybe smokers on the list. What about the heavy? I, I, uh, somebody emailed at me said, the, this their words. I said heavy. They said fat. Guy uh, Steve says, I'm fat, and I am mocked all the time. I, I shouldn't laugh. That's terrible. I'm sorry. Uh, the, but he says the, the fat are discriminated against still. I don't know how that plays into workplace stuff or whatever else, but that's a part of it too. Should you be able to refuse to hire someone because their skin's different or because they pray differently? Or they don't pray? Or why is it your business if they pray or not? Uh, depending, unless it's, you're talking about a church or a synagogue or a temple and you're looking to hire a priest, but you find that a rabbi wants the job. Okay, well, dude, you're not qualified. Uh, maybe you should go to the temple instead. W- where does that line stop? Who's still being discriminated against, and is it okay? White Oak Ray, 700 WLW with Sterling. Appreciate you holding. Hey, the comment that I originally said is that I was discriminated against in 1985 and 1986. If you were a black uh, female veteran, you could score a 76 on the Cincinnati Firefighters exam, and you had 100. Right. So, so, they, so they were trying to. the 96, and you I got bumped out. So, so you got bumped out by people who scored lower. And the idea that when they were doing this with the scores was to somehow allow what people who did not have opportunity before to have a chance. Is that correct or no? Well, that was all, there, there was a consent decree that came down in 76, so this is 10 or 12 years earlier. Right. But the whole point was that was allowed and automatic dis, uh, discrimination, and right now Asian students are getting cut out of elite schools. Right. Because they happen to score too well. Mm-hmm. So there's no diversity that's going on there. It's called you want the biggest, best, meanest person. And the one last thing that I do want to tell you, when I was in school, I also did a little bit a year with the military. I didn't get into the military, so I never served. Right. But the most expensive class, any class, that's ever been developed in the entire world is the United States Department of Defense basic training. It's been copied by everyone. The only reason for the LGBT thing is because it really screws up unit cohesion. And unit cohesion is best explained if you watch an old movie called An Officer and a Gentleman. Right. And, and that is the only way, and that's the whole problem, is that Wrong too, all too often, we turn around and we confuse what Truman did, which was good, you know, in terms of saying that this, this segregation crap inside the, the army is crap. Okay, and he's coming from, you know, World War One. But all too often, we confuse this with trying to set this stuff up. In 1976 was the first year that the female types were led into the United States Naval Academy. By 1982, when they were first being builded out onto a United States carrier of 6,000 people, Okay, one third of those females on that six month cruise, one third did not finish that cruise. They either got pregnant, said they were pregnant, couldn't finish their duty time. Well, what that means is that when you're in that unit, 
whoever's left is the one that's picking up that shift. Oh, absolutely. That shift has to happen. Right. The military is different. And it needs to be understood that there is no reason to think that Trump doesn't like or anybody's got to pick on LGBTQ and all that stuff. Uh, I mean, there's a real reason for it. And when that destroyer blew up due to the 2,000-pound shell or whatever, it's still suspected that that was a deal where there was a gay thing going on. Because they, it, it, well, I, I don't know anything about the idea of suspecting whether there was some gay something going on that would cause a shell to go off or whatever else. I, I don't know what that means. I think we're in the weeds now in regard to that particular conversation until I have an investigator on to talk about a report about that particular event, respectfully. Uh, but, you know, there are, I think, time and place and situations. I've never understood the idea if somebody can't pull their weight, how they would somehow find their way to an opportunity because they look differently or happen to be different in another way. It should be... The the best uh, whatever it is however uh, there is the quandary of how do you play catch up with different populations that have been discriminated against uh, limited opportunity or whatever else or even in a situation where uh, you have individuals not in the community doing the work uh, of others and you got to have some common ground in that somewhere but you got to be able to do the thing. I, I mean, I, I just I think that's the case. Uh, one more time, I'll mention this before a quick break because uh, I think it's important. Southbound 75 at St. Bernard, trucks off the road, uh, decent-sized backup there. Avoid that area if you can, and uh, don't be a part of the problem slowing down, trying to get an eyeball on it in the midst of the stop-and-start traffic in the first place. Uh, we'll rip through the phones when we come back. Quick break, more Sterling straight away. Who is it okay to discriminate against? Have you been discriminated against? And uh, are we better or worse as a true melting pot nation, generally speaking, because there's a whole lot of people who have a whole lot of problems with others, and there's some double standards that go along with it. Let's make sense of it on the other side. More Sterling straight away. 700 WLW. Cincinnati. That's fantastic. I just called. It wouldn't go on the air. And usually, if you don't go on the air, we're not going to share your thought, but uh, this is fantastic. Broadcast sheriff uh, echoing some information to me. So a guy from Ellesmere calls, and he says that the only people it's okay still to discriminate against are whom? I'm sorry? O.J. Simpson, rapist, pedophiles, and telemarketers. Yeah, okay. I'm, I think I'm kind of okay with that. Is that? Is, I mean, I don't. Is that, is, that's kind of where I'm at. I think that's okay. You know what? People who I mean, you can hate anybody. Discriminating is another story. Uh, you know what's amazing? And, and I know people go, "Man, you're part of the problem." I just, I, you know what? Life is complicated enough. I just dealt with the tornado in, in the world of Sterling and a whole lot of other people with much worse situations than I do. I got lucky. I got some leaky roof stuff that we're now finding after they said, hey, your roof's pretty good. No, nah, wrong. Uh, so we've got to get that buttoned up. And, and uh, that's an issue. A lot of people have no homes or whatever else. In life, I can't worry about how somebody else is living other than I wish them the very best and I try to lend a helping hand when I can. I can't waste the emotional energy or time on somebody's skin color, who they love or how they love, how big or small they are, or any of them, whether it's little people or, or meaning like dwarfs or whatever, or, or kids, little people, whatever. I mean, just just do the best that you can. But I mean, we're free to hate and have problems with anybody that we like. And there's another accident, by the way, I got to mention. Uh, the one that's been around for a while is a truck off the road, South 75 at St. Bernard. Avoid that if you can. Uh, ugliness. And now also South 75. At 275, and I don't have specifics on that, but apparently it's nasty, uh, and uh, I'll have to wait to check on some cameras. I'm sure Matt Reese will give us an update on all that and everything else that matters up in the 5 o'clock report. Uh, also, something else before we read to these calls, and the question, of course, that I've been posing is, who is it okay to discriminate against in today's world? And uh, if you've been discriminated against, how? 
And uh, this is the other thing. There's somebody else who's now died while vacationing in the Dominican Republic. So this leads me to something else. And the next hour, maybe we'll have some fun with this, too, if there can be fun in that. And I don't mean about somebody dying. I'm, I'm curious is where it is that you would never, ever imagine going on vacation. Because right now, there's a whole lot of people, I'm not going to the Dominican Republic and getting anything out of the damn minibar. Because uh, fatalities are starting to stack up, man. That's scary. And there's a lot of other places maybe that I would never have thought to go that I've ended up having a good time. So we'll talk on vacation nightmares, maybe, stuff to go along with that. Have a little fun after 5 o'clock report after trying to solve the world's problems. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, we're, we're really not solving any problems here. But we're trying to make sense of them. Uh, let's get Taylor Mill. Uh, Alex, 700WLW with Sterling. Appreciate you holding. What's going on? Not a lot, Sterling. So, okay to discriminate against people that drive slow in the left-hand lane, the starters, and people from Price Hill. No thanks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Not the Price Hill part, but I'm all, I'm all for the people who don't understand uh, fast lane, passing lane, cruising lane, slow lane. Uh, yes, absolutely. Oh, they're the worst. But on a serious note, so the Equality Act thing, there was a Supreme Court case, I think it was a year or two ago, and we actually had the attorneys that represented the plaintiff come speak at our school, and it was the Masterpiece Cake Shop versus uh, Colorado Civil Rights Union or something. That sounds And basically, good. yeah, so what it was was like, this guy makes cakes. He's like one of the best cake makers in the world. And this gay couple came in there and was rude and told him, like, you're going to make us a cake with a rainbow and a unicorn on it. And this guy, you know, he's a Christian. He's like, I'm not going to do that. I'm sorry. Like, this guy won't even make Halloween cakes. Like, he's, I think he's, like, Pentecostal or something. Like, they're a religious guy. Mm-hmm. And that's my issue with the Equality Act. Like, I'm a straight white male. I could care less what people do in their free time. Like, I don't care if you're gay, if you're trans, if what color you are. Like, none of that matters to me. But what does matter is the forced inclusion thing. Now, I'm all about it for, like, government housing or government jobs. Like, yeah, that's great. But say, I, say I'm, say i like, a Pentecostal, hardcore Christian, and I own an apartment building. Do you honestly think that I should be forced to rent to people whose lifestyles I disagree with? Like, I don't think that's okay. And, like, I don't really think it's as big a deal as people make it out to be anymore. Like, yeah, 20, 30 years ago, definitely. But I think in modern society, I really don't think it's, as much as an issue as the left is sort of making it out so, to be. So here's the question, though, with that when it comes to housing, because fair housing uh, is important, okay? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't that long ago that people would be like, well, nah, and it still happens, I'm sure, it's just not blatant, or somebody's right. skin color is too light, or it's too dark, or they're in Hindu, or whatever faith they happen to be, and somebody decides they don't want them in their property, which is bewildering to me. Why is right. it, and how is it of a concern Who's living and loving in an apartment dwelling or uh, any other residence or renting a business uh, space, for that matter, uh, because of somebody else's space? I want to know that they're going to maintain it. I want to know they're going to pay me on time because I want to get my money, and I want to make sure that uh, you know they're just decent overall. That's the thing. I don't understand the hang-up on what somebody else is doing as long as they're doing the right thing when it comes down to the contractual agreement. Should you be allowed to ask, do you eat the right food? Do you eat, you know, fi- you know meats on Friday? Or, you know, are, do you keep kosher? I mean, where do we stop that line of saying it's okay or not okay to say no to certain people? Right, I get that. And see, like, my argument for it would be, like, the same as the cake maker. It's like, if I don't agree with that, I shouldn't, the government shouldn't force me to agree with it. But the court of public opinion is way worse. So, like, you know, if it gets around, like, oh, this guy hates gay people. You know what I mean? And that's probably worse off than the government forcing me to do something. But, like, 
I don't know, like, it's, it's a sticky situation, you know what I mean? But if it's like a government-owned thing, yeah, for sure. Well, for aside for the government thing, I get what you're saying. And, I, Alex, I appreciate the call. I'm against the wall on time. Those people holding will get to you and give you a chance to sound off. We'll also talk of some vacation issues, the good, the bad, the ugly, on the other side of your 5 o'clock report. You hear that? That's my phone. I, I, uh, I tell everybody to keep the ringers off and such. I should follow my own rules. Uh, the news straight away. Home of the Reds with Sterling. Now, uh, Matt Reese, 700 WLW Cincinnati. Hey, how you doing? I would say this is like a, effectively the final hour. This is Saturday Sterling, but uh, I'll get the inside pitch coming up after 6 o'clock. Reds and Rangers getting at it. Getting two of this weekend series. The radar is going to pound us, it shows, with some rain soon, but... They say clearing in time for first pitch at 710, hopefully, or shortly after. We'll see. Head to the ballpark, maybe have a couple drinks, some good grub. So maybe it starts a little late. It'll be all right. Uh, still a traffic issue. I'm going to mention this because it's not good. Truck off-road, South 75, Town Street, uh, uh, highway there, shut down. Not good. Uh, ugliness. So uh, just be aware of that situation. Uh, there'll be more details on that, as always. And you can also check out 700wlw.com for more. It is Sterling Long. Glad you're here. We're talking about discrimination issues. We can certainly tidy that up here sooner than later. Some people still holding. But I want to also do something a little different. Um, in, in the last, what, probably two weeks, there have been a slew of reports of like people in the Dominican Republic. I'm not even not talking about like Ortiz and Big Poppy there, with which was a targeted hit attempt, if not on him, someone else. But they shot him in the back of that club, bar, whatever that was. But I'm talking about like other vacationers there that have had problems with uh, mini bars or something along those lines, uh, heart attacks or whatever else, ending up in body bags and being shipped back uh, wherever they're from here in the States or elsewhere, which is slightly unnerving. And I've, I've wanted to actually go to the Dominican Republic, uh, and I'm cheap, so the mini bar thing I try to stay away from. <laughs> and I'm just, I, even if I had millions of dollars, I would if I could uh, stay away from it. But, uh, you know, sometimes you've you got to get a beverage, you got to get a snack, uh, and what are you going to do? You leave the room or you, you go to the mini bar? So uh, whether or not that's the cause or not well, is a whole other story. So, so that's been bubbling up. A number of people affected by that, which is just heart-wrenching and nightmarish because you think vacation, you think good times, you think good food, you think kicking back, getting some sun, maybe doing some scuba diving, which there, by the way, is something that I enjoy doing. I've done in Cozumel and a few other places. And uh, I talk to some people about it, and I say uh, scuba diving, and they go, there's no way that they would ever consider uh, doing that. Because they think it's crazy, they think it's dangerous, and, and maybe uh, you know, tempting fate and death or what otherwise. And there is some danger a part of it. And, and I will say, you know what, we all have a sliding scale, most of us anyway. Whereas I think there's no way I'm going to try to climb Mount Everest. Uh, too many frozen dead people along the way. There's a lot of mess. And there's a statistics uh, adding up with more people having more problems with more individuals wanting to take that trip on uh, one direction or another on the mountainsides. And that's crazy to me. So I want to try to have some fun if we can, not on the carnage and misery of others lost, because that would be wrong, and I don't want to do that. But I'm curious about places you've either gone that other people have thought you're crazy for doing it, activities that you do that you do for recreation, entertainment in good times, like zip line or whatever, where maybe sometimes other people go, oh, I'm not doing that, that's crazy. Uh, you know, even the idea, I mean, talk about craziness, and this was also this week, uh, the old Sears Tower, I forget what they call that in Chicago now, but they have the observation deck that's made of uh, glass or uh, some t- acrylic, I don't know what it is, and, and uh, that started actually apparently cracking underfoot, which was caught on video that went viral, which is crazy to me, in the Grand Canyon. 
they have one of those observation things. And, and that here's the deal. Uh, I know enough not to try to get a selfie along the edge. Willis Tower, thank you, is the name of that building. Uh, but I, I know enough and have been to the Grand Canyon to tell you it's a hell of a long way down. And I don't want to become the guy known as stuff on a rock. And that's effectively what you'd be when you fall down that way. So, you know, it's nice to – it's like, you know, David Lee Roth. I've been to the edge. I stared and looked down lost a lot of friends there, baby. I don't need, I don't need a Van Halen song. But you get the, the general gist here of what I'm talking about. So, I mean, you got to pick your spots. So I'm wondering where there is no way in hell you would ever go on vacation, where you've gone and you were surprised that it was safer or a better time. I talked about my fear and arguable loathing not of myself, although I had a little self-loathing. Uh, but the idea of getting on a, a, a cruise ship, on one hand, I, I, I think it's a fantastic concept. The fear factor I have, rogue wave, or the whole boat getting sick, or uh, who knows, having the thing stall out at sea, and, and uh, it's a, there's a lot of water out there. So that kind of intimidates me. It kind of makes me uncomfortable. So bad vacation situation, places you've gone, surprise for the good, the bad, the ugly of it. Your chance to get interactive now on the acutehearingcenter.com phone line. It's open, 513-749-7000, the big one. That's 800-843-2441, and pound 700 on your AT&T, your chance to get interactive. I mean, I've thought about this, and, and uh, I used to go out with a girl uh, whose uh, family is from India. She was the first generation here born stateside. Beautiful girl, uh, way out of my league. And uh, she would go back, I think, like every year she and her family would go. And, and I was like, oh, man, I, I'd love to get to India. And, and I have yet to do that, but I, I would like to at some point. And, and I know other people who go, oh, we're going to go to Israel or we're going to go here or there. I, I've talked to people and they're like, oh, yeah, uh, we're going to go to Turkey and, and uh, you know, they're going to go to Afghanistan. I'm like, wait, you're going to Afghanistan? Really? Seriously? And, and you hear people occasionally go, oh, yeah, we're going to go to North Korea. You gotta, you gotta question your stability. There are obvious places you don't want to go, and then the bewildering thing of politics now, where I'd love to go to Cuba, uh, but apparently I didn't get there fast enough when they opened it up a little bit because now we've got other sanctions and problems as far as access is concerned, which is really just sad to me. And people go, I would never go there. Five one three seven four nine seven thousand eight hundred. The big one pound seven hundred eighteen T. Your chance to get interactive. Uh, let's rip through some of these calls here now. Some people uh, holding over on discrimination issues, uh, and uh, also the vacation stuff too. Now on the big one. Uh, let's go to Dayton. Scott seven hundred WLW. How you doing? I'm going to Kathmandu. Cat, yeah, Bob Seger's been there. He said it was pretty okay, right? <laughs> That's not what I called about, but I mean, I, I thought about that. I never even heard of Kathmandu. I don't even know what they do in Kathmandu, to be well, honest. Listen but. to Bob Seger. Yeah. No, I was calling about the. Listen, um, but I. Uh, God, it's, I can't believe what's going on in this day and age. I feel as if. All right, there's this whole movement now to normalize psychological disorders. And I am talking about the the transgender movement. Um, I've I've read some uh, popular psychology stuff. Uh, they have like listed almost like I don't know fifty plus different genders. I mean, it's crazy. And you got these people. I've I've, I've seen these interviews with people. Well, I'm I'm. I'm, they got all these different names for it. I'm, I'm trans, I'm trans fluid. I, uh, that means I can, I can be female one. But why, here's my question. Why are you worried about 
what they feel or how they're living. As long as you just leave them alone and let them be who they want to be. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Oh, no, no, no. No, you're talking about discrimination. I feel as, a, as an employer, I should be able to discriminate against, uh, against them as, as being. Uh, I don't want to hire you because, well, you're a cuckoo bird. You think you're a female one part of the day, and maybe you, you're trans fluid. You can be a, a male. But you how, feel like you. But how do you I, know I, that? I don't, why, how do you know that, and why does that bother you? Why does it bother me? I mean, if they're um, just living their life, I mean, it has nothing to do with you, really, does it? Well, I, I've seen these people, and I. I'm 52 years old. Okay, I was brought up. I'm a different generation. Okay, no, I'm I, in your generation. Okay, I don't. I don't. I don't think it's. I. I think it's a psychological disorder. That, that may be, but again, what does that have to do with you and them living their own lives respectfully? But if they're coming to work and, and, and doing their job and minding their own business and handling their business on time appropriately and making money for the company, what does that matter? I don't know. I've I've witnessed a lot of them just kind of flaunting their lib their liberty to be what it is they want to be, and that that's on uh, you and your discomfort and 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 really with them, right? I mean, some would say that oh, you know, this black guy is acting black, or this white guy is acting too white, or whatever else it is. Right? I mean, we got to pick our spots. I get what you're saying to a point, but I'm saying that's your hang-up more than theirs. The way you describe it, unless I'm reading it wrong. Okay. I mean, look, am I wrong, respectfully? Look, to me, it's not normal. Right, that's okay? fine. That's fine. But again, should you or anyone else be able to discriminate against that? Some would say that it's not normal to do other things, like have a whole litter of children rather than just one or two, right? Okay, you know? I, I believe there's only two genders and all this other right. transgenderism. Right. I, think it's, I think it's a crock of and crap. And that's, that's okay. You can. But what does that have to do with discriminating against somebody else who's living a different well, way? That's what I'm asking I, you. But if I'm if I'm dealing with somebody that believes that they are this trans fluid non-binary whatever it is they want to put themselves in, I don't think I should have to accept it. I think how is that look, about you accepting it? Huh? What What do you mean by accepting it? If they are what they are, living how they want to live, what? Well, does I don't think no. I don't have. I don't think I have to accept them trying to to categorically put themselves in some kind of nutso uh, state of being you know, you're either, you're either male or female okay don't but, but, come but, at me don't come at me like that and if, and if you do I don't need I don't want to hire you right but you're not understanding what I'm asking or I, I don't understand you completely and, and again image is everything right like if you own a business you don't you rarely see someone who's horrifically uh, unappealing aesthetically like some dude who looks like me is not working the front desk at most any business right unless it's my own business okay and, and you can say okay well we'll find another place for the ugly sterling to be there what I'm <laughs> at, what 
what I'm asking respectfully here is, and I, I use that term deliberately respectfully, is that regardless of how you want to live and who you want to love or how you identify yourself to be or how I do, why does that have anything to do with another business and how they deal with that as long as you are not acting in a way that is somehow hurting the business? Your discomfort or my discomfort in how we look or how you sound, or how I sound, or how they, whoever they or the other are, I'm just wondering where that goes exactly. Well, I suppose, that being said, I suppose if they're not being uh, overly zealous in their flamboyancy, right. if they're not doing that, I mean, I mean, when you then, say, perhaps, then perhaps there can be some lead way. I mean, look at, yeah, I got you. I'm just trying to understand. See, a lot of it is, I think, it's, it's that fear and that stigma and putting people in boxes is what it is and what we feel comfortable with. I mean, I don't understand it. I mean, I grew up, I, I knew that I liked women. I, I, you know what I mean? There was no question that that's who I was. But you may be different, and that's okay. It doesn't bother me. I mean, as long you know what I mean. Not every woman wants to be with me, and and that's okay too. So I mean, it's, it's, I, it's I an odd thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. I grew up with gay people. I have gay friends. Right. Okay. It, but and, and but that was in my twenties and thirties. But now that I'm, uh, now that we we've we've come into the twenty first century, now I'm finding that I'm having to deal with all these different compartmentalized um, uh, ideas of who who people are. So it's just it's not just straight or gay anymore. It's like I'm I'm trans fluid, blah 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 blah. Right, blah. Right. I think it's just I just I think it's a bunch of pop psychology well, nonsense. And, and that, that may be, but how does that affect us every day? Is my point because I don't see how you're living, how I'm living, is affecting anyone else, and how they are isn't bothering me either. That's well, all I I'm people, saying. You know, what I, well, I want to see. All I want to see is just get away, get away from this uh, normalizing uh, and coddling. What really I think is a is this nutso. Okay, you keep saying the same thing. I'm not even worried about normalizing it. I'm not worried about it. Is my point? And how is it? And why is it a worry for so many people? Scott, great call. I appreciate it and thought provoking. I thought we were done with this, but we'll keep it going and get in. Nobody apparently. Uh, maybe we got some issue on the vacation spot. Well, what about that? There are gay or lesbian like uh, cruises and, and events. I mean, it's Pride Month. There are gay and lesbian days at parks and, and everything else. And I, this is the thing. I just don't have time to worry personally about who anybody else is loving or how they're loving them. I got enough worries about not driving another woman crazy in my life. That's all I'm saying. It's just weird what we focus on uh, as uh, generally. Your chance to speak your mind, whether you agree or disagree, is okay. Uh, that's the beauty of the conversation. Seven four nine seven thousand eight hundred. The big one pound seven hundred eighteen. And teacher Saturday. Sterling, Don, Jim, others coming up. Your chance to get interactive and keep a, an eye off truck off the road still uh, southbound seventy five at Town Street. Uh, freeway is shut down there, and it's some ugliness. So just avoid it if you can. Hang out more Sterling straight away on the big one seven hundred WL for business. Sterling, 700 WLW, a couple minutes away from your 530 report. Still issues on southbound 75 at Town Street. That's shut down there. Truck off the road. I think it lost its load. Ugliness and into the woods, uh, which is not good. Um, 
So there's that. Uh, Reds and Rangers going to go at it first pitch 7-10. Hopefully the weather will hold out. It's supposed to get ugly, then better after that. I do see uh, some brighter skies in the distance. We'll see what Matt Reese has to say in about uh, two minutes and a half as we go through a couple of calls here. Uh, a couple of tweets real quick here. Says, uh, this one from Rich Trugan says, uh, why is it uh, the problem? Hang on, my screen just went black. Uh, why does this need to be a daily issue? Why do we? you need to wave or why do people need to wave your flag 24-7? And I can't answer that. I mean, most people that I've uh, talked to either on the show or away in everyday life that happen to uh, be a part of the LGBTQ, I'm not trying to make fun. I don't remember all the the letters. Um, They just want to live their life and be left alone. I mean, that's sort of how anybody, I think, generally wants to to deal with. In relation to that, somebody else said, you know, uh, they sent me this story and I was going to get to it, uh, but I thought we were uh, done with this issue. But it seems to still be top of mind. Uh, Is this was it a Baptist uh, minister? In Tennessee, is also a cop who basically went, uh, went to the pulpit and was saying basically that he thinks the government should execute LGBTQ people. Well, maybe that's why there's a problem still, that people think that that's reasonable and rational and use that under the umbrella of God. Leave God to do what God does and leave everybody else, humans, just to live their lives. That's the bewildering thing to me. And I don't know if we have enough time to be fair for a call here, but I'm going to give it a shot. Uh, Brad in Covington, 700 WLW. Got about a minute, man. What's up? I can think of the first time caller to your show, Sterling, I really enjoy what you do. Appreciate it. I can think of uh, several pragmatic reasons not to to discriminate against hiring certain people. For instance, uh, I'm a large man, and uh, I would not make a good uh, airline steward. Because of my weight. Yeah, but that's not discrimination. That's function, right? You, I mean, if, if I wanted to like play for the Reds, I'd have to get to be a good ball player. I'm not being discriminated against. I, I'm just, uh, I'm old and, and I'm slow, and, and I was never that damn good. I agree. Now, if we take it into a sexual realm with LGBTQ, let's say you, um, I, the most innocuous thing I can think of is, let's say you do a lot of uh, trade with uh of radical Muslim country, for example. This is one example of many. Now, aren't you putting that LGBTQ person in danger if they openly practice what they do and part of their business would be having to go to those countries to do your business? Well, here's what I'll say to that. When you say openly, they're not sexing each other in the open. You know what I mean? Male, female, female, male. I, there's a difference. If you're straight or gay, and no one's ever looked at me and gone, man, you're banging that broad later tonight, aren't you? Eh, if I'm lucky. Uh, how do they know? I keep that private. I'm not doing it in public. I don't know where that is. Who is it okay still to discriminate against? Your chance to get interactive with the other side. Almost all lines open. Coupled uh, right now, 749-7800, the big one, pound 700 AT&T. Thoughtful conversation, hopefully entertaining, uh, informative. Yeah, your five-theory report straight away. Matt Reese has it. More sterling to come. 700-WL. Hey, glad you're along. Fine Saturday afternoon, sterling. It's like we're in the club all of a sudden. A couple drinks over here, please. And some pretzel bites. They have that in the club? I don't got the club very much. Rarely leave the house unless I have to. Is that wrong to say? I mean, I'm just telling you, if I, unless I'm going to see my friends, which I rarely see, or go fishing, or I got to go to the store to get supplies, I mean, that's pretty much it. 
<sighs> I digress. Uh, glad you're along. Saturday, Sterling, 700 WLW. Reds and uh, Rangers going to go at it. First pitch about 710. Inside pitch after 6. I'll do that. Uh, this whole co- question about discrimination stuff I, I think is interesting. It seems for some reason to be focused on LGBTQ, uh, but it, it's not the, really the basis of the conversation that I started. But it, if that's where people want to go, that's fine. Uh, I, I didn't intend for it to go this long, but people very uh, it's viscerally re- reactive, I guess, is the best way to describe it. Still an issue by uh, the way, it's South uh, 75 at Town Street Highway, still shut down. Uh, ugliness there with the truck off the road, lost its load. So just be aware and avoid it if you can. Otherwise, you're going to be sitting there for a minute or more, probably lots more. Um, so I guess the question is this, and I'll lay it out there again, and let's broaden it a little bit rather than just fixating on the one thing. But, I mean, people fixate on something. Maybe that it is part of the problem or, or maybe not. Uh, who is it okay still to discriminate against? And let me I'll I'll add this to the mix. And I have friends that are a part of the LGBTQ community and they get mad at me because I can't keep track of the damn letters and and all the different uh, groups and uh, people that are a part of that. And and my thing is this. I I don't care uh, who you are, how you are. Just be a good person. And I'm glad to have you around, period. Uh, I mean, when I say around, I mean, in my social circle, it's just not my worry. Um, but don't be mad at me. It, it, this, let me say this, because I had somebody uh, tweet at me here uh, about feeling discriminated against because of uh, too many tattoos. And, and I'm going to say this. You made a choice to ink yourself up. And if it's in a way that is somewhat, uh, uh, I guess, aesthetically displeasing or at least striking the individuals because you have uh, had this work of art uh, put on your person, you, I don't know how you could be too aggravated or frustrated that people are eyeballing you anyway or paying attention because it, it's no different than wearing jewelry or certain clothing. You've just used your skin as a part of that. I don't know how you can get too hopped up and angry about it. Maybe you lighten up a little bit. If you wanted to fit in and not gather attention and eyes, then maybe you'd just wear all gray and be a gray man who is sort of a, in middle age to that uh, so that everybody just overlooks you. And that, that would be maybe a way to do it. Uh, so who is it okay to discriminate against? And there's the same mention there is the fact is that, hey, I got two sleeves and I still have problems with people paying attention uh, and giving me opportunity uh, because of the way I look. And that's unfortunate. But we are all, uh, I think, to a certain extent, judged upon how we are aesthetically. If you dress nice, if you don't, how you speak or uh, what you say, how you say what you say, what car you drive, where you live, how you keep your house, etc. Everything is about aesthetics and how we present ourselves. That's a part of it. Uh, and, and the thing that has never uh, resonated with me to make sense, uh, and part of it maybe being forever for me, is the fact that my family is all mixed up with all kinds of different people by way of uh, race, by way of religion. And, and I, I was just raised to, to just be a person and treat people as such with respect uh, and so forth. Uh, We'd be better off if that were the case, though you can dislike people for whatever reason. You should not cause them harm or or somehow uh, limit their ability to get ahead in the world uh, just because of that. But here we are. So I ask again, and then we'll get to the phones, and we'll go get through as many of them as we can between now and six. Who is it okay to discriminate against? And and, uh, do you feel that you've been discriminated against? And if so, how? Seven four nine seven thousand eight hundred. The big one pound seven hundred AT and T. And those storms looking ugly bad at the moment. By the way, uh, just to the south and west of where I sit uh, along uh, seventy one in Kenwood Town Center, uh, line of uh, clouds and so forth. Very disturbing. The weather uh, radar looks rough. So just be careful and allow yourself some extra time driving because it's slick and it's distracting. 
and it could be very uh, dangerous, too. To Independence we go, and talking to Don, 700 WLW with Sterling. I appreciate your patience and holding and being part of the show, Don. Hey, thanks, Sterling, for taking my call. Yes, sir. And uh, and just to let you know, I really do enjoy your show when I get to listen to it. You, you ramp a lot of good stuff. Thanks, man. This, this particular issue is, I think people have a hard time telling the difference between discrimination and dislike. You can dislike many people, white person, black person, gay person, it doesn't make any difference. Rich, That's poor, your yeah. Right. yeah, it's your right to be able to dislike somebody. Right. But you should never discrimi- discriminate against anyone. Right. And, and, and I'm a 65-year-old man, and I grew up, you know, in a different time. And my parents probably discriminated against people because they were black, because they were gay. And you kind of grew up with that feeling. Over time, I've evolved, and I have some gay friends who I love dearly. They're special to me. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to interfering in the workplace, in the workplace, that's where I draw the line. I don't think it's right to discriminate against anyone because I don't. I think everybody has a, a right to earn a living. As long as they can do the job, more power to them. They deserve to be there. But I'm going to give you a a for instance. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, I was just acknowledging you. Go ahead. Yeah. The the one thing that I find discrimination is happening now, which I do feel is wrong, but it's against straight people. And I'm going to give you an example that, that I consider this discrimination. In a place that I work, it's an international company, we have some, and I, I, I have a difficulty with you, the, the, the letters, what they mean, and blah, blah, blah. But anyway, this was a, a man that who has become a woman. He has a right to do that mm-hmm. by all means, and he has a right if he wants to come into work and dress in a dress and put lipstick on. I mean, you still tell he's a man, but he's a nice guy. I don't, I don't have a problem with working on him. He's a good guy. Where I draw the line, I think there's a discrimination against straight people, is that they, uh, in my company, they allow a man that dresses up like a woman to use the women's restroom. So you want to be able to access and the women's room? They, 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 they huh. let them access the women's room. Right. And so I, th- I think it's, that's walking on the rights of the straight woman who is very uncomfortable with that to have to deal with that. And my only point is this. If you have the parts of a man, then you should use the men's restroom. If you have the parts of a woman, then you should use the woman's restroom. That's fair enough, but I don't know who actually does that examination because I don't want anybody touching me. And I accidentally... (laughs) I agree with you totally. But I think that falls back to the person. Yeah, yeah. that, 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 That if they want to be what they are, and be proud of what you are. All I know is this. That it, I, I wish, and Don, I appreciate the call, and it, it's thoughtful. I don't know if that makes sense or not. Uh, I, I would like to be this. Uh, women's restrooms, depending, are, tend to be nicer. So I'd like a nicer, cleaner bathroom, depending on where you are. And you get furniture. I remember going to my grandmother, like, department store downtown. It was like a... Uh, might have been rice, uh, maybe uh, Lazarus or whatever it was back in the day, Shilatos. And, and they'd have like a lounge. I remember going to the guys, but they're not going. You go in, you get yourself done, you get out. They'd have sofas. They'd have people serving drinks and selling cigarettes and stuff. I remember my girl, I'm like, wow, this is crazy. It's like a party in here. And she's like, shh, don't tell anybody. 
we got it. We're living large. Uh, quick break. Come back, Steve, John, others. Your chance to get interactive uh, at Sterling on your Saturday. 700 WLW. G Cincinnati. Sterling hanging out a couple minutes away from your 6 o'clock report. Big rain coming down here. This is the south and west of where I sit towards downtown in 71. We're across from the Kenwood Town Center now. It's actually lightened up a little bit for a while. It was ominous, dark clouds, and then a sea of rain to the point where I couldn't hardly see to 71, which is a stone's throw, really. Uh, so hopefully it gets better. Just add, just be careful. Uh, add a little extra time. I mean, it's moving southbound 71, but it's, it's a stop and start, not real fast. Uh, going with that, and there's still an issue south 75 at Town Street that's shut down. Uh, looked at that traffic camera just to make sure, and, and that's accurate. Uh, truck had a load uh, somehow slide off, and then into the woods it went. So that's going to be a while, and already has been as they try to keep uh, that cleaned up. Uh, Matt Reese will give us an update on what's going on about uh, seven minutes, six minutes from now in your 6 o'clock report. Inside pitch to follow. We'll get you ready for Reds and Rangers. Hopefully this rain opens up a little bit. Radar uh, says after this nastiness moves through, it looks clear for a while. So we should get some baseball on, hopefully on time. We'll see how that goes. Otherwise, we'll spend some more time together. Uh, let me just mention, this is fantastic. I don't know about you, uh, but my life is filled with electronic devices. The only upside to having no power for about seven and a half, almost eight days after the tornadoes ripped through the Dayton area, which is where I got a place, um, eventually with a generator to help, but a lot of time without any power, is that I, I noticed that I, I was focused and a lot more productive and needing to be a lot more productive doing cleanup stuff because uh, I wasn't distracted by, uh, you know, random devices or whatever else. Uh, research has been done now, uh, and they found that we're apparently spending so much time on our smartphones that they believe it's actually changing the shape of our skulls which is really bizarre to me. They're saying that the possibility exists somehow extra layers of bone uh, coping with extra weight in the way that we're holding things uh, against our head or in our hands or whatever else. And the Journal of Anatomy uh, says that the growth was becoming more frequent in people 18 to 30 years old. And about a quarter of 18 to 30-year-olds apparently in this study had what they call external occipital protuberance. Yeah, I speak for a living sometimes. Uh, so th that's nice. So we, we get not only the text neck where you're jutted forward and looking hunchback almost sooner than later, now apparently our skulls will also be oddly shaped too. Just wait till we're all gone and whoever is here after we've left starts excavating and finding uh, us and, and uh, what we look like. In the, and they're going to what were these people's weird skulls? I, I, can, I can just wait till those discrimination uh, conversation continues here now. But, I mean, that, that's going to be funny. To Lawrenceburg, Stephen, 700 WLW, appreciate you holding. Hey. Hey, yeah. You know, uh, you know for one, uh, God bless you, your family, your friends, for the things you've been through. Uh, you know, uh, you know. I, well, let me just say know, this, but, and I appreciate that, but let me just tell you something. It's hard for me to bitch and moan and complain too much because there are people who have no homes, their jobs, their businesses are gone. I mean, some little bit of roof damage, a little bit of leakage, and a little bit of stuff is easily replaced. I was real lucky. Uh, my family was too, but there's a whole lot of people hurting uh, up in that area too. So I appreciate the kind words, but I, I cannot uh, mm -hmm. be boohooing too much because I know that uh, I got nothing to complain about comparatively. No, absolutely, and you know we're talking about topic of uh, you know just you know discrimination. I'm from the deep south, what everybody up here calls the Bible Belt. So you know I kind of grew up with all the hate and stuff, but you know you know you know discrimination is crap. I mean, you know we're all humans. We all evolve from from crawling on the ground to walking upright. You know, but the <laughs> problem, but but the problem that I have, I've got two problems. Okay, I'm in big business. Uh, I hire a lot of people. I'm in automotive business, uh, you know, 
and and it's basically you know it's basically the image business. Um, you know, if I hire a guy named Steve, and I have a customer comes in and he buys a car from Steve, and then the next day Steve wants to come in to Stephanie. No, you know, I, yeah, I that, can see that. That's that's a transition not only for Steve to Stephanie, but also for anybody who's associating with him to sort of get over that hump and grasp it. I, I get what you're saying. I worked uh, selling cars for a little while when I was in Nevada. Did radio and worked in the automotive field. And I'll tell you, it was the most diverse group of people I've ever worked with there because we had a diverse clientele and everybody was able to relate with everybody. And, and uh, you know, talking trash in between, you know, doing the job. It was the most uh, open, uh, fun group of people in business situation, I mean, comparative to this even in that regard, uh, that I've ever had. It's a tough business, or it can be, but it's a blast. But a little bit, you've got to hit everybody that you know is that population that you're serving. That's the nature of, of the beast, I suppose. Correct. And, you know, like I said, you know, you know, you know it's just you hire, a, you, know, you know, you hire a person when he comes in for an interview, that's the person you hire. This is the person you want. This is the person that you need to show up every day. And show up and do their job. So, so when they want to go back and forth one day, one day opposite, you know, it's it it really makes your guests and your customers confused. I would imagine. Here's you know? the question, though. I don't know how many times people maybe step out on a branch and make that decision, then come back in and go back the other way. I think once you you step out there, you've already, I think, taken a step that it's, most of us could never imagine doing. I don't know if you flip flop on that, but that might be tough. Stephen, I appreciate the call and you're holding. Let's get one more in before the news. Uh, John, seven hundred WLW. I appreciate your patience. Hey, Sterling. Yeah, we were only seven days without power, so we did okay. Yeah, it could be worse. The refrigerator was kind of nasty, but uh, of all the things to worry about, we, we got lucky. That's all, you know, a little bit of stuff. Yep. Same thing here. I live in Catalpa Woods in Harrison Township, and uh, we were fortunately one of the neighborhoods that was missed pretty much. But anyway, to my point, uh, I'm a member of one of the most dis- openly discriminated against minorities uh, done all the time, and nobody even thinks a thing about it. What's that? I'm a left-hander. Dude, I'm with you. And Miss Lugenbuehl, who was about 126, and John, I gotta, I'm against the wall, I'll leave you with that. Miss Lugenbuehl was my kindergarten teacher. And uh, she was about 126 then. I know she's long since gone then. And this is public school. I wrote left-handed. She said I, I wrote with the wrong hand, and she would take that wood ruler with that metal strip in there and whack my hand when I tried to write with my left hand. I will always remember her for that. And uh, I can write with my right hand a little bit now, thanks to her. But at the time, I, I was none too happy about it. Six o'clock report straight away. And up on traffic, uh, update on traffic issues. Uh, the rain in the tri-state, which has been extremely heavy just as we sit here uh, around Kenwood Town Center and, and moving through. Looks like the radar's clearing up. Matt Reese will give you an update on all of that and more. And we'll come back with the inside pitch and get you ready for what we hope to be some Reds baseball. Entertaining those Rangers. More than entertaining. Hopefully beating those Rangers tonight. First pitch scheduled at 710. I'm Sterling and this is the home of the Reds, 700 WLW Cincinnati. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.